Whew. Hmm. It (laughs) was another big week. It was another big week. This one, um, was some sad sadness that I had to work through for sure. Uh, and then I also got two sort of invaluable life hacks, which may forever change the way that I look at relationships with potential partners and mentors. So hi guys. Um, (laughs) this week I got really sad and that was on Wednesday and what had happened is, um, I had been working all day Wednesday and it was one of those days where I just didn't leave my desk. My son wanted to go food shopping (laughs) and food shopping is like a part-time job right now because he is growing uh, unbelievably. And I cannot, I don't even know where he's putting all this food, but he is eating. Yeah. Food shopping is a part-time job. So he's like, mom, let's go food shopping. And so we go to the store and I'm walking around the store and I just have this melancholy, like I'm just so sad. And I don't know why. And he's picking up on it and he's asking me about it. And I say, I I don't know. Okay. I don't know. There's nothing that's happened. There's no reason for me to be sad. And so I was like, let me think about it. And so I kind of felt into the sadness and tried to identify where it was coming from. And then it hit me that the week before we had spent four days in a row skiing and playing outside. And then this week I had come back to quite a bit of work because I had had the previous week off. And so I had spent the those three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sort of really heads down and not really leaving uh, my office and you know, not really taking time for lunch or walking the dog or, you know, and it just hit me that my brain and my body were just sad. Like they, it was a missing of playing outside and it was sort of a, you've been sitting behind a computer for too long and you need to not do that. And then, (laughs) so amazing, it just so happened that one of my dear friends invited me to try snowshoeing for the first time. And so that's what we did today. And it was amazing. I loved it, loved it, loved it so much. It was exactly what I needed. And I just got to remember how lucky I am to live in this ridiculously gorgeous state with epic views. I mean, I was up at sunrise this morning and the mountains all had that beautiful pink glow to them. And I mean, I don't have to, I don't have to sell anyone on Colorado. It's just really pretty. And I'm very fortunate, very fortunate to live here. Um, So yeah, that was my Wednesday sadness and it's making me realize that in this process of designing my life, I really need to figure out how to balance 
playing outside and being outside with sitting behind a computer and working because I'm still not doing that. I'm still not doing that in a way that is quite right for me. So that was a big lesson this week. And then the other thing that happened that was really fun, which is going to sound crazy, is we got into like a minor car accident while we were headed through Breckenridge. And it was one of those things where the car in front of us stopped really short because someone was trying to cross the road. And we tried to stop and my friend, you know, slammed on the brakes and then tried to slow it down. We weren't driving that fast even, but it's just the roads were so snowy and slick and icy and whatever that we just kept skidding. And so we ended up bumping into this car at like two miles an hour and it ends up turning into this whole scene. Like the woman who was driving the car in front of us just is like yelling at us And, you know, the immediate reaction is to get defense. Like, why is she yelling? It was such a minor thing. But then I I looked at her face and I could see how angry and scared and yeah, it just hit me. Like, I I just had a lot of compassion for her because if something that minor could set her off that dramatically like what's going on in her life that that's that that's what's happening and so I was able to kind of feel compassion for her but then she called the police and said it was an emergency and so the next thing you know we've got ambulances and and cop cars and it's this enormous scene I've never had so many um (laughs) so many (laughs) law enforcement and cop cars and whatever and witnesses and it was literally like you could see there was a line across the tire the spare tire on the back of her car where our car sort of touched it and just sort of made it uh, um it's not a scratch even but just like the dirt had been cleared away like the snowy dirt had been cleared away from this one little section and then there's another guy who's there and he's like I know insurance fraud when I see it and I'm gonna you know I'm here as a witness because I saw the whole thing and I know this is gonna sound weird but I was like kind of delighted by the whole thing you know of course it would be better if it didn't happen and I and I truly feel bad for this poor woman who's obviously desperately trying to I don't know what, but it was very high drama, but very low stakes. And I just was able to like be like, how often can you be in a situation where there is so much drama and cop cars and flashing lights and whatever? And like, yet there's low stakes. There's no stakes. It was the minorest of minor things, like uh, like a thousand percent. So it was sort of a very funny way to start off our our day uh it was another scene it was in another crazy scene like last week I was I was in this embarrassing drop my water bottle spill it everywhere and then this week I'm in this cop accident insurance fraud situation but no low stakes so I don't know I'm kind of here for it And then the other things that happened this week is I came away with life-changing nuggets of wisdom. And so I'm just going to talk about those because I want to keep them. And I find that if I share them, 
I get to keep them. There's a better chance that I get to keep them at least. And so one of them was a friend who I was talking to and they had recently ended a relationship and it was a short relationship, but it was a very impactful one. And so there was some heartbreak with the end of this relationship. And when I was asking about like what, what went wrong or how, how does that happen, right? How do you have a month-long relationship where you open your heart up and you get your heart broken? And they were saying that the thing that they realized that was not going to work was the fact that when they're under-resourced, when they're, yeah, when they're under-resourced, the way that they show up is the same as their partner's core wound. So, you know, if your core wound, when it comes to relationships and loves around abandonment or around certain behaviors or actions or feeling ignored or feeling like, you know, the the partner's unresponsive or that they're not physically touching you enough or whatever that core wound is, if the person that you're dating if when they're under-resourced and sort of depleted, if they show up in that way that sort of activates that feeling in you, like that's that's not gonna go well. It doesn't go well. And so then next step and question is, can you both talk about that identify that and then both agree to try to heal that um, and push the relationship beyond that and if both people aren't willing to do that like it's definitely not going to work like you're always going to be the villain if if your reaction to feeling under-resourced is to withdraw and their core wound is feeling like they get they're abandoned then you're just always going to be the villain whenever you're under-resourced And, you know, it's just not a good, not a good fit. And so that's really interesting, like to think about getting, starting off by once you get past a certain point, understanding like what those dynamics are at play in any kind of new relationship and having that be one of the filters that you're looking at as you're deciding whether or not to open your heart to another person. So I kind of really liked that one. And then the other one was really also really powerful for me. I have, I have struggled um, with mentorship and one of my friends was talking to me and we were sort of talking about, you know, there's a lot of people here in Colorado who are now doing psychedelic journeys, mushroom journeys, ayahuasca ceremonies, like a lot of different types of spiritual work and ceremonies. And so it's like, how do you find that right person? How do you find the person who is the right one to guide you through this journey that you're on? And it's the conversation started there. And, you know, one of the things that that we talked about that's like really important is the integration part, right? Like it's one thing to experience. It's like one thing to have this peak experience and to download all of this amazing knowledge. And then it's another thing to be able to actually incorporate it into your life and to make it relevant because a lot of 
the things that you can learn and experience in the spiritual psychedelic world are hard to translate to the daily world, but now you have this whole new thing that's available to you. So integration, really important. And then also she gave me a really good tip about looking for coaches or mentors. And she's like, you know, look around and see, find the person who has the life that you want. And they have the the partner that you want. They have the lifestyle. They have the finances. They have the whatever it is, the, the attitude, the clothes, fashion, whatever it is. But just have that. And it's so simple, right? It's like really simple to think about. But I had never put it in that kind of framework. If you're looking for someone to coach you, find someone who already has the life that you want and then let them be your mentor, have them be your coach. And so that I feel like is really great. And I've been searching for a, mm, I haven't been searching for, I've wanted a spiritual mentor. I feel like that's the next step for me. And I wasn't sure how to go about it. And then this week I got clarity. So I think I know who to go to. And I think I'm going to try to be in action on making that happen this week. So wish me luck on that because I would really adore um, a spiritual mentor in my life. So those are the big things that I learned this week. I loved, I loved this week. Yeah, it was, I feel like, I feel like I got access to a whole new level of this game with this snowshoeing thing. There's an entire world that I didn't have access to that I now do. So that is really freaking cool. Mm. Here's to a good week.